Hello. Hey! We got this working out. There we are. Yeah, I had apparently Discord didn't like the browser, so I sent it to the notes app and clicked it through there and opened it to that. So Okay. That makes sense. And you can hear me okay, right? Oh yeah. Am I good too? Yeah, yeah. Coming through loud and clear, man. Awesome. And uh, I've got some I've got some amazing things that I want to talk about with you, man. I got some amazing things I'll talk with you about. So first of all, since this is our first episode and uh, you're my featured guest and my first guest. Well, so welcome to Ethereal Madness, my friend. Thank and you. Hopefully, hopefully, welcome to an unfolding society of, of smart people that want to use their brains and really think and, and dig deep into the rabbit holes of life, you know? Definitely. So, yep. I have been doing some study lately. That's all I tend to do. And I came across some really interesting things that I wanted to talk to you about. First of all, um, to give you a little heads up as to the direction we're going tonight, I would like to talk about a little bit of like spirituality and beliefs. I'd like you to share with me um, what did you believe, um, and kind of you know how how that affects your daily life, like what it is that you know makes you go. You know that's what do you, a, what do you a, believe in? That's a very loaded question. Do I have a time limit? <laughs> because I could go on for a long time. Oh, yes. So there is a time limit or no time limit? And I get to just speak? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Cool. Just a conversation, man. So I was born a Christian. But over the years, I've kind of looked outside of Christianity and found things that I identify with. But I still have things from the Bible that I 100% agree with. Hmm. So, there's one verse in the Bible that I hold dear to my heart, and it's thing, It's one of my mottos. The verse is 2 Corinthians 5, 7, and it says, We walk by faith, not by sight. Because you don't know what's going to happen in front of you, so it's like you have to, you have to just have faith that things are going to work out for the best. That's right, what it right. means to me. And I hold that so dear to my heart. Not because I'm blind, but just the fact that it's just it's just having faith. Right. <clears throat> and and, yeah. and you're you're absolutely right. I think it's important. But also, yes, I have read mostly through the Bible. Yes, I've been to church and everything. But do I go anymore? No. Do I pick up my Bible occasionally? Yes. But and do you feel, and I'm not trying to interrupt you, do you feel like something's missing almost? Actually, the opposite. Yeah? Because I've learned through my life that or I don't like the organized religion anymore. Uh, the Bible isn't a set of rules. It's a, it's a, it's a way to teach you different lessons. 
I see it as a lesson book. Overall. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, you are. Wow. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna share with you, I I, I think you're gonna absolutely love, man. And also to add on to that is, I feel like we all have our inner God that vibrates at a higher level that we have untapped because you know so have you ever heard the phrase that enter that you have to um have vibrate on a certain level to feel your true happiness <clears throat> yes yes i, have. I feel yes. as humans we have that through my years i learned a lot about <clears throat> that and the more negativity you think the more negativity comes into existence lowering you're lowering your vibra- vibrations Mm-hmm. The more positivity that you um, emit, the higher your vibrations. That's also why I feel that affirmations are important as well. So whenever I'm having self-doubt, like I feel like I can't do something, I see these simple words, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. And I just repeat that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do I respect churches? Yes. But I feel like people get so hung up on what the churches say, they don't research for themselves what they truly believe. But, you know, deep down, deep down, besides belief, do you you know what you truly believe yet? In a sense, yes. The reason I say it in a sense is because I know my potential and I know my purpose on this earth. Right. Most people might don't know that yet. No, dude, I'm I'm 24, man, and I have struggled so hard with finding a purpose, man. It's been driving me insane. And I and I finally found it. I'm actually gonna share it with you tonight. It's gonna be a part of our our uh, casting session here. Um but but I don't want to get to it just, just yet. Okay. Well, also, my thing with faith is that even though there is a God, even though there, we all have a God within ourselves, we have to work within ourselves to find it because, yes, we all have drama, we all have darkness, we've all had negative thoughts, and that clouds our inner selves. It really does. Like, I have a little, a little of a personal story to tell in, in this, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, two years ago, I helped a so-called friend. And I gave him a lot of money. And I was really saying that I didn't give any money to him. And I, I did. Right. I was, almost, I was almost kicked out of the house. <clears throat> And oh man! Almost. Well, wait, wait, finish that. Almost. And then my debit card, my credit cards were taken away. He's he never paid it back. He says, "I trust me." So that was two years ago. Wow! And I went into a dark, dark depression. Man, my friends know this, but. I, I just couldn't handle it. I thought of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get you, man. I fully understand. 
and so I was depressed like that for a year and some months until like maybe three months ago it fucked me up so bad but over the last three months I've been finding what what, what my true passions are I've been finding what my true skills are and I've also learned who my true friends are and I've learned how to distinguish better who my true friends are instead of leaving everyone's a friend I've learned it the hard way but I feel like it's helped me a lot to find who I truly am absolutely man absolutely man I'm, I'm impressed bro you know pers- personal growth is so important dude it's unreal it is unreal man and uh, oh man I'm actually going into sales too um I'm supporting this. It's a multi-level marketing company. So, you know, everybody's first response is, oh my God, it's a pyramid scheme. You know, <laughs> you know that's, that's everybody's first response. It's funny. And, uh, you know, I've actually worked around multi-multi-level uh, marketing myself. And uh, I've uh, never been the salesperson. I've just worked up top. And I've never believed in any one of them's product until this one. And it was because it was just a really new, fresh idea to the market that I think is awesome. And uh, it's uh, no, I'm not sponsored by them, uh, per se, uh, but I do have the ability to sell their product. And uh, it's the Life Info app. Basically, uh, it's like being a part of a country club. Uh, as far as the membership goes, you get a lot of you know, premium access stuff, like discounted travel rates, and like, uh, you want to stay at the, uh, the, uh, Maya Temple in, um, Mexico for seven days for $300 type of discounts, like, you know, I've, I've seen it myself, I, I have it. Oh, crap, really? Yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to go to those Mayan temples. Um, now, it is subscription-based, so that's the thing, um, me, um, I recommend the like for for somebody that wants to get into it. Uh, it's really cool, um, and you know, it it would be good uh, if you want to sell it eventually. I'd say you know, like you know, you're you're going into sales yourself, so in the future, about me in this because if uh, you know you get yourself established, you might consider adding this on you know, as, as something to sell as well. Um, but basically it's, uh, it's everything from cashback. So it includes, you know, a lot of apps have, uh, cashback saving stuff. And so it includes that it includes Groupon. Uh, it includes three over 300 vendors that you can buy cashback gift cards through. Um, and it has the live series, Packs, which are basically uh, videos, audios, and ebooks um, that basically are inspirational speakers slash millionaires sharing their stories of their growth and you know how to develop your own personal growth. Um, so it, it's got a lot of interesting aspects to it, but I'm not really necessarily taking up time to to market that here because uh, uh, it's not really sponsored. But it's 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 changing. I'm seeing things and uh, 
you know, if I can give that to anybody else, at least I'll talk about it. Um, but back to the first thing, you know, I kind of asked is, you know, what do you believe in? I think that belief in itself is an important thing. And, you know, here's, here's the reason why. Um, and I want to get into what I'm bringing to the table tonight, you know, theory-wise, and I want you to think about it and tell me what your thoughts are. Okay, so we'll take this kind of step-by-step. We'll go through a little bit of, uh, you know, some some history-type stuff because, you know, we're talking about the Bible. And, and uh, since I was also raised Christian, I'm not... Um, I'm actually developing my own faith. Um, and uh, I will tell you what my beliefs are. Um, and uh, my beliefs are just beliefs. So it's not like uh, conversion because it's not, uh, there's no purpose for me to convert you. Okay. So it's just me telling you what I believe in. And you can take what I believe in with a grain of salt and be like, huh, okay. And, you know, maybe it'll be something you add on. Uh, maybe it'll just be something you learn from. But it, maybe it'll help you too. And this is where it comes in. This is a this is a belief that is not really known because nobody really openly believes in it. Um, and it started with my journey through borderline insanity. Um, I'm the type of person that I can't shut off the noise. Like, I just can't stop thinking. It just keeps going and going and going. And you start opening infinite doors in your mind, but you don't really know where you are anymore. Because you begin to learn more and more information. You know, I kind of indoctrinated from a young age. And then when I started to learn that, oh, there's actually a world outside of my little bubble, it was like, oh my God what's going on you know so like it it was it was a crazy experience being thrown into the adult world because i i left home at 17 so you know i left home and i just had this very basic concept of reality and i began to have arguments with other people in the christian faith um, because they didn't believe in the way I believed. Now, it's not to say that I thought that my way was right. I just believed the Bible. And I met so many Christians that had their own opinion that they wanted to kind of say, this is how it is, this is fact. And it's like, you're, you're picking and choosing what you want to take from your own faith. Now, I think as someone who wants to claim a title to a faith, I feel like you need to follow. You know, if you're going to claim the title, you need to follow. If, if you're not going to follow, you know, just take it as your moral life code. Cool. You know, wh- wh- why does it matter if you claim the title at that point? There's no title in it if you're not following. The, the, the people that follow tend to be very radical, which I was very radical when I was following. So... As I was unradicalized and I had arguments and falling outs and I began to explore outside of Christianity, um, I ran across a lot of interesting things, but what really got me going most 
was a few questions. What are we? Where did we come from? And what is our purpose? And I found no clear answer. Because if you're willing to step back from faith and step back from politics and step from the puppet show societal games, you'll see this massive picture of this giant rat race where you have no plan and science tells you you evolve but it's a theory because it has not 100% been proven because the scientific method dictates that you have to be able to observe and repeat a process for it to be true and evolution is not something we can observe and repeat on the level that they claim we evolved so that's the that's the big issue okay is that they can't prove it so at that point you can say well it's still a good theory okay cool it is a good theory um let's look at faith where there's a creator who creates everybody to me it's just as valid of a theory as the big bang or evolution or any of those because you're you're still not capturing the truth which is that you don't know now i began to study a few different things Religion and science and belief in general tend to be that of control of information. So, for instance, if I talk to God and then I tell you, hey, dude, dude, I, I talk to God. You're going to be like, oh, what did God say? Oh, what did God say? And I'm going to be like, oh, dude, he said this. But what if I deny information to you? Or I could just be making it up in the first place. Maybe I didn't talk to God. But my, my point is, if you're gullible enough to believe me, if I withhold information from you, I'm controlling information, which means I, I have power over you. And, and so this is systematically how religion has started. And I said, okay, so what is the oldest faith known to mankind? That That's what I... I decided to Google, what is the oldest faith? You know what I mean? Because that's what got me interested. You know, Christians are like, we're the one true faith because, well, they're one of the oldest. But there's also older Islam. That, well, we Islam is actually a lot newer. Um, really? Yeah, it's only about 750 years old. I thought it was a bit older than that. I didn't, I didn't find like, the, I thought it was like just after group. It came after, but the actual timeline, it's only about 750 to 800 years old now. Oh, shit. Yeah, it, it, it was right before the Steam era, I believe. Could be the, right. Do you mean the Industrial Revolution? Yeah, it, it was a little bit before that, I believe. Um, but, and, and I could be totally wrong. Maybe I'm going, you know, batshit crazy there. But... And I'm sure anybody listening might tell me I'm being wrong, but <laughs> yeah, um, I, can, I can easily ask my any Muslim friends. Yeah, but yeah. Is it is it fun if I go back for a couple, a couple months ago? Because there was something you said about, about your two, two other questions you did answer. So where you came from and purpose. 
even I said earlier, I feel like we all have our own purpose. Well, right. Do you do you want to how I found my purpose? How'd you do that? I looked at what my interests are. I looked at what I'm good at. I looked at what help how I can help people. And that's how I found my purpose. So what is your purpose? My purpose overall is to help people understand that people who are blind can do them more than just sit at home. Okay. And I've proven that to an extent with gaming, because I'm a massive gamer and I'm really blind. Oh yeah, dude. I have I have a YouTube channel called <clears throat> Blindness and Technology. Three, I have a job that I'm starting soon. And four, I felt people that I've like people that were blind already. I felt them become more independent. So I'm already proving it. And I feel like that's my comp- my goal in life to help people understand that we are just more than just a person getting disability. Gotcha. And that's how I figured it out though. I looked at all my all the stuff around me. What I know what I've experienced and all other stuff so think out for a second what I know that you're just like what's just with that little information what do you think's your purpose well I found my purpose oh good oh I did I did I, I found my purpose getting at that's what I'm getting at okay we're almost there Okay, We're sorry. almost there. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I, I like hearing about you, you know, and, and, and how you find yours as well, because it's important. A lot of people are struggling with, with feeling purposelessness because of, you know, everything's going on. It's just, it's a rough time for a lot of people, you know? Um, Definitely. And, and it's hard finding purpose, especially when you're trapped at home. Some people, I mean, I'm not in a state like that, but some people are really, you know, still being stuck inside and it's taking a lot of mental toll on people. Um, but I studied I asked okay so what is the oldest religion and it was animism it predates and written language it's said to go back to the Neanderthal era which give or take I mean maybe there were maybe there weren't I don't really know I don't see a ton of supporting evidence for actual Neanderthals. Um, but this belief system came before there was ever even, you know, spoken language and written language. Amazing. And it entails the same belief that almost every religion in the world believes in, including Christianity, which is that everything was animated because it's animism. It's the anima. And they believe that the animates it is it, it could be anything. It could be a god. It could be a realm full of gods. It, it, it might be a thing we don't know because here is what the original beliefs were. The original beliefs were very simple. There was acknowledgement that the unknown entity, the source of all power itself, existed. But it had no name, no description, it, and and there was no explanation for it. And 
this is what they believed. And to me, it makes a lot of sense because all the religions want to claim that they all have the one true God. But what if all the religions are just men trying to control information and being too proud to admit that they don't know? You know, Revelation, the book of Revelation in the Bible, he goes on to say, okay, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no tongue has tasted the things that are in heaven. But then he goes on to describe, oh, well, there's pearly white gates and streets of gold. No, dude, you just said that there's no way to describe it. I never even thought of that or realized that you're 100% right. This is control of information, okay? Because it's, oh, I've seen it, and I can actually describe some of it. And there's things, though, there's things that I'm still not going to describe to you. Because, why? The unknown, that little unknown variable that the, the people that already believe in this that little unknown variable is what scares them, so then they're more inclined to believe. Oh, gosh. Man, he was able to describe some of this, and and but there's, oh, there's so much he can't describe. Oh, man. You know, it, it, it inspires belief. Now, I'm not sitting here attacking any religion, not even Christianity, but I think there's a bigger story in play that just nobody wants to admit, and this is what I believe in. And I am founding this faith. This isn't a part of the podcast necessarily, but this is, I think it's, it, it falls in the, in the conspiracy religion philosophical category. And it's a great way to start off the episode as well, because I, for you, man, your birthday is tomorrow. And if there's one thing I, if I can inspire you uh, in any way, that would be my goal is is to help inspire you even more uh to continue to reach whatever goals that... um, you know, the definition of manifest destiny has changed um it's not correct the original definition has to do with witchcraft which is uh, one of my traits but um you know you don't have to be a witch to manifest destiny it's exactly simple. Um, you need to speak into existence what it is you want and build the dream and live the life that you want instead of making excuses and saying, oh man, I can't live the life that I want because I don't have the money. No, you, you take life by the horns 100% and agree. You, you work hard for what it is you want and your dream will come true. And it is proven time and time again that if you will put more work in now, You'll do later. Exactly. So, you know, um, shoot for the stars, man. That. So on that, um, the next thing about the anima that I believe in is this. You've probably heard this before. Well, I believe that all religions lead to the right way. Mm. No, 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 no. I think that all religions poorly describe the only way and I don't know what that only way is in a way that per se um, you know denies you your faith 
or per se controls the information because all that I know everyone besides atheists atheists are are I there's I love those special people uh, moving on uh, but it takes more faith to be an atheist than it does to have belief in something because oh, definitely dust is not my ideal afterlife so that being said I will choose to believe and I don't care if that is considered a mental weakness I think that by the laws of science since atheists love science so much by the laws of science pure energy at its core form would still be theoretically enough to create life because it is life thus meaning that regardless of whether or not you want to call that energy source god or not it exists 100%. So, the anima in my opinion is the all if and, and here's where i go look in genesis when lord god okay in the king james version um but you have to remember moses is actually one writing this meaning that this took place between three and four thousand years after what would have been the origin story to humanity so take into account that god is supposedly telling us directly this story about the creation of earth okay so the, i just want to establish that the foundation of every christian's philosophy is based on the writings of somebody who lived four thousand years after the actual story yes is he 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 wrote it during the time of exodus yes exodus it, yep i agree the, so this is very late and i'm not saying that this isn't the origin story for anybody faith this is no attack i'm just reading and i'm studying it based on historical record and i'm also tying it into my faith so that being said God creates the Garden of Eden. And this is what I want to focus on in part of my faith. Because I want to establish that when it comes down to it, there is not a single normal thing about a human living in a box. And I want to break that down. Because we're going to start at the basis of, of this faith, which is the humans were created for one purpose and even Christianity backs up my belief which is even older than Christianity because it's based on the contextual record of, of human existence and that is this the earth was once an oxygen rich green environment imagine trees, forests for as far as the eye can see. Harmony and balance in nature, in effect. There wasn't a need for strife, for violence, for, for anything. Now, in Genesis, God creates Adam and Eve and he says, Okay, there's only one rule and that's don't eat a fruit. 
the pagans, which have beliefs that predate Christianity, claim in the one law that was ever given to mankind, which is, do ye no harm. And if you break it all down, you'll see that somewhere way back in history, humanity pops up into existence and there was one general law that every culture shared. It didn't matter what culture they were from. Because we don't really know our 100% origin story. So we can assume that this theory is just as valid as any. And my, what I'm getting at here is they accepted it. That they didn't know their own origin story. But there was one law which was do no harm. Do no harm and be fruitful and multiply, which is also in other cultures. It was basically propagate. And so basically think about it like this. There's the story of, of, of God creating in, in the Bible is him creating this beautiful, perfect creation. I believe that the actual Garden of Eden wasn't just this little spatch in the, in the middle of a desert. It was the entire earth. It, it was the perfect world and God says okay you guys don't enjoy this just don't do any harm while you're down there you know this is my creation enjoy my creation because I want you to think about it. you know that mosquitoes scientifically didn't exist before human intervention in their mutation um, you know look at how dinosaurs have evolved into small lizards probably humans tampering with genetic coding from a from a while back so that they could downsize them so that they they weren't such a risk i know know, uh and 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 this is just what i believe but i think that we've all been fed lie after lie which is that we want to know and describe what it is we believe in but it was real simple the unknown god the unknown being the unknown whatever that spontaneously or non-spontaneously created everything that is that animated the dot 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 i believe that it's a pure source and that we will return to that source someday and we will understand it but but I believe that every religion just poorly describes and that is yeah. that it is an indescribable entity. It is the anima. It is the unknown that gave us two rules which is do no harm and propagate because it was a creator saying, hey, this is my beautiful creation. I have no admirers. So autonomous beings and those autonomous people say, nope, this creation isn't good enough. And then they just start building roads, tearing down trees to build communities instead of enjoying what was given. So that that's kind of my belief is that man forsook God or whatever, whoever God is by being the creation purpose to enjoy and so that's why you see all around you this rat race 
to get to some sort of top, but no matter what level you get to, it's always the same kick in the teeth answer, which is you, you're never going to get out of this, 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 uh, this hamster cage. I asked my fiance all the time. I said, do you feel like, do you feel like a hamster in a cage? Cause I feel like a hamster in a cage when I'm just sitting there. You know, I, I used to have a pet hamster. He'd sit there holding the bars and gnawing on the bars with his teeth. Like, dude, let me freaking out of here. Like, I want out, dude. I want out. And it's like, you just can't get out. Because you're, you're not one of those little Houdini hamsters that you get once in a lifetime, you know? I had one of them, too. Got out of this damn cage all the damn time. But it's like, you know, I think that we were taught to have small belief systems so that it would mentally dumb us down because as a child i didn't have a lot of technology not even like video games Um, my parents were super conservative like no you you don't and no cussing in movies so you know my best friends being homeschooled and all all of that combined were legos dude legos so but i you know would sit there putting together legos and stuff and then i would stop and i would just start daydreaming basically and i remember exploring realities in my mind i can still do it um it's it's a practice thing now for me um but people don't understand their own mind a lot your mind is, is the most phenomenal machine ever created you wonder how, you know, mother of two children, you know, car, she throws, okay, this normal suburban mom just so happy to throw a 3,500-pound car and not have a hernia, and your only explanation is adrenaline. This is where, you know, I, I kind of have to be an anime fan, and I'm kind of looking at JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I'm kind of like, okay, is this a stand? You know, is it is it possibly that our mind is so literally powerful that when we're in a fight mode, you know, because we have fight or flight, but when yep. your fight mode is activated, I... you know, it is possible that there is this massive amount of being projected that has nothing to do with your physical capabilities. And it can't amplify your physical capabilities. It is your own mental abilities being amplified physically like it's stronger than the physical like that's kind of where i'm beginning that to think actually, it sorry but the, actually you're into a story yeah Can I go tell ahead. Real quick? yeah so bear with me you may not believe this you might call me absolutely clinically insane but it comes like that energy thing so when i was in ninth grade so I've been blind. I've usually heard my entire life, right? But for one day, without technology or any aids, I swear, up and down, I had full vision. Out of nowhere. Yeah. But I feel like at, at that peak time, I was at my, at my peak energy. He's, I could see everything, clear as day. But as the day went on, as I became more tired. And worn down or frustrated, I noticed my vision would return to normal. Mm. And I want to learn how to harness that same that same thing again. 
you know what? I I I believe in you, and uh, I believe what you're saying is true, and I believe that it will happen, and you will be able to manifest it. And my suggestion to you is to, and, and this is just my suggestion. This is this is my beliefs. You don't you don't have to accept my beliefs, but my suggestion is accept the unknown. And, and find peace and comfort admire the, the the little things already you know nature the and and you know also admire the, the there is still hope in humanity oh, um, definitely and, that. and 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 rise to that positive state and grasp hold of what it is you want and reach I'm, out for it in your mind I I, I heavily recommend meditation, dude. I sit in the bottom of my shower and I just That's sit there. That's actually what I did the day before. That's what I did the night before I noticed that division. Yeah. I meditated the night before. Yeah. Not even trying for it and it was random. Woke up and noticed it immediately. Because remember something. In your mind's eye, you can go anywhere. You can see anything. You can do anything. There, there, there is an infinite reality there. And there's some interesting studies i've been doing some interesting studies like sleep studies show that the only time you actually get 100 peaceful rest is and that also happens to be the same concept of astral projection daydreaming um you know various other ways that you get rest but i found one thing in common with all those those studies is that they all deal with the metaphysical which is what science does not ever feel like talking about. But for some reason, when it comes to dreaming, you're actually talking about the metaphysical because dreams are still not explainable by humans. That's why it's endless studies because they don't fully understand it. They're trying to understand it so that they can create technology around it, which by the way, I am completely against technology now. And it's not because um, convenience isn't great or anything, you know, not trying to sound like I wear a tinfoil hat, um, but technology is, in my opinion, the greatest sin against creation. And people don't even know why. And that's because it is self-replication. Um, AI has been basically taking over the computer systems um, situation. And basically, AI is advancing faster than we are. And it is basically giving us the blueprints for the future when it comes to technology, meaning that we are basically able to decode future technology that doesn't even currently exist but we're able to decode it now basically jumping ahead but much sooner and um, I mean it's complicated but this is all true this has to do with AI studies in general and what's interesting is that one of the biggest things of, of humanity is to self-replicate because now we are merging into bio computer technology because they have found that the human cells can basically hold and contain more information 
um, than basically anything in the world. So if they can merge computer technology, current computer technology with, you know, living cells, you're essentially creating living computers, which technically is what we are. And I am scared to death because people are like denying, you know, I've even heard conspiracy theorists deny AI like, oh, no, it's not just going to start, you know, making things walk on its own, blah, blah, blah. Okay, really? Because Google shut down two of their AI because they created a code language within that humans could not code and they were talking to each other in that language and all the AI is is supposedly algorithms it's math and that's supposedly all it is but isn't that what every aspect of a computer is and technically you could say that on a bio on a on a microbiological level uh, human cells are algorithms True. I mean, it, it's it's a complex mathematical versus biochemical versus microbiology versus it's it's just a complex situation. But people are denying the the utter devastating potential of what is self replication. Having a phone with us at all times that basically is us in in your pocket. You, you have your information basically in everything. And it is uh, uh, essentially a part of you now, which means that, like Elon Musk says, we're basically bionic citizens at this point, which means that we're technically living in a cyberpunk era already because of technology merging with the the, 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 the physical flesh. It, it's, it's crazy what's happening right now, man. Yes. Actually, I have a point I want to add on to that. Yeah. So, actually... There's companies called there's a company called MojoVision that's creating a contact lens that's like eSight. I'm showing you my eSight device, right? LCC. Mm-hmm. So it's like eSight, but it's the size of a contact lens. And other companies are making fully bionic eyes for people who can't see anything. Yep. So yeah, it's it, it's real. Because but it's being attached also, to brainwaves. It, it, they they yes. are learning to translate brainwaves into uh, computer technology. Yes, but the other thing I was trying to say is that I get I do see your points on this on not like technology, but here's the reasons I love technology as a counter. Well think about someone like me, right? Let's say so I don't have great sight, but let's imagine teeth, I can't see the picture. So you can't see the screen all the time, I can use a screen reader like voiceover and have everything that's on the screen. Or let's think of something like eSight. Most people with full vision see better. You know what I mean? So I love technology for those reasons, but I do agree with most things you said. Well, you know, it's like this. I, I love my, my PC. I love gaming. You know, to a certain extent, I love technology, but again, I just feel that this process of self-replication maybe i just don't i don't think it's such a great sin maybe i guess i should take that back maybe it's more that i i feel like it's just getting so out of hand we're we're too dependent yeah that we need more more laws to govern it but the problem is is that now 
I don't know how to believe in a law system because here's the thing is that once you study enough outside the norm of of history and you start looking at how you know you know it, it's no I don't think it's any surprise at this point when people say the Rothschilds and you know the the different families I don't think it's any surprise and me I you know I think a lot of people are like oh my god you mentioned the Rothschilds you're gonna get killed you know it's like um no because I'm very different. I believe that the cards fall as they are meant to fall. And I'm not saying that things are predestined, but I'm saying that if I try to think of a more controlled outcome, then that means that I'm trying to predestine a different outcome rather than a use free will for my own outcome the outcome i want so it's like for me it's more like just general history i'm kind of sitting back here at this point going okay so why was it i just told the truth okay the rothschilds and these other families rule the world cool like you know um i grew up with disney i can appreciate a good villain just as much as a good hero you know like okay cool you rule the world to me I'm so open-minded that I'm sitting here going, you know, everybody hates them. And I don't like them or hate them. I think about it like this. Okay, how is it that one family can prosper for thousands of years and not just prosper, but live through it all, maintain control through it all, and for some reason... The entire world isn't a wasteland. Because, I mean, you got to think about it. If they truly control basically most of the world behind the scenes, that means there's a there's a lot of stuff that they watch happen. And I think they, they don't have control over all of it. Things get out of hand. Uh, right. But for the most part, it seems like, you know, they've been doing an okay job. I don't agree with everything. But it's like... To me, I think that some people should, in one aspect, just appreciate that they basically accomplished what Alexander the Great was trying to do, and they've maintained it for over almost 2,000 years. I mean, come on. One family has done all this. Has, has, has I mean, if this is true... I'm I'm not an admirer, but I'm I am impressed. And I think the people need to look at it in a broader understanding and be like, wow, um, I'm surprised that we're not living in Fallout 76 or something, you know, or everything's nuked in a wasteland. I I I tend to find appreciation in everything I can, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate life. And I appreciate a good story, and I think that a lot of this isn't going to get told the right way. I think it's cool learning about a family that rose to such power. I think if more people could just accept the truth for what the truth was, there'd be a lot less problems and things could, you know, work in a better balance. But people are just so hell-bent on fighting over things that are so small in comparison. You know, it's like you know two officers 
in this state, four officers and another do one thing wrong, and then you know half the world breaks out over that. But it's like yet, you know, Africa can't get rid of their AIDS problem. Their average lifespan's thirty-five to forty years old to this day, and America's only excuse for not having aligned themselves with Africa and helping build a what could have been a potential massive ally they just basically ignored them and you know they, they you know they I mean this is a a country full of people that are basically still you know some are still at tribes level like in this day and age it, it's beginning to look have you ever seen Elysium Sorry, second. Have I you ever seen the movie Elysium? No, I've never. Wait, wait, isn't that like spaceship? It's like or Elysium. It's like, yeah. Yes, I didn't like it actually. Well, I I liked the story. It was a little gory, uh, you know, a lot of cussing. Um, but the story just... was really cool because the story was basically that you know the Earth was this land and all yeah, these people like wanted to space. go to paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the premise was cool. I thought it'd be great, but I just couldn't. It, I just, I just couldn't get. To it. I see what you're saying, though. But you know, what's interesting is that um, there's several movies that all have the same premise. Um, if you look back into Mayan culture, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a little Illuminati type conspiracy almost. I that love I, that I've come Illuminati up with. Okay, I so I think this is part of the Illuminati, dude. So I think that movies mock us openly and show us the truth, but we just think it's this really cool story. Okay, there was Jupiter ascending. Um, there was Apocalypto slash real history also, you know. Um, but, you know, then there's culture. There's the Incas, the Mayas, and the Aztecs. Um, you know, and then there's Egypt, and they all did a few common things. A lot of them sacrificed children. A lot of them cut the hearts out of people on altars in worship. But something that's interesting is that Jupiter ascending and um, Dune, an old classic movie. There's actually a second one coming out. Um, that's an old classic cult movie. I doubt you've seen it. I mean, I'll be shocked if you have. No. Um, and I don't recommend it necessarily. <laughs> it's a long movie. But um, they all have this weird function in them, which is describing people, um, which Elysium also describes, which is that the secret to these people living forever in their little paradise states is, is the consumption slash turning people into meat juice basically to give them everlasting life like this is like three different movies too and not to mention our culture as well like you look back well why did they sacrifice so many people you know like well maybe it's because they were all bathing in their blood to to try and achieve some sort of immortality and so i'm thinking okay maybe this is illuminati shit like maybe you know the movies now are like um it's almost like uh, jerking off in our faces, you know? Like, it's this blazing message that, hey, we consume people to live forever, but, like, you just think it's okay because you just watched a movie and the movie went great. Like, you know, and people are... Maybe 
maybe people are seeing the truth right in front of them. And, and we pay for it. Millions of dollars we pay to go see these movies that mock us. That's my thinking on it. And and I could be totally wrong, you know? And actually, there is some truth to it. I want to go off all tangents myself. So, actually, a year or two ago, there was this YouTube video. It's no longer on YouTube. It's no longer on YouTube. But it was called um, within From the Shadows. And it was about Hollywood and what Hollywood's really trying to tell us. And right. some, some people were talking in it. And actors, newscasters, and Hollywood and media in general is a giant conspiracy in itself. And that could be totally true, dude. I 100% believe it. See, here's the thing. I don't believe that the Earth is round or flat. Think about it. Um, you know, I listened to Tinfoil Hat. Um, it's this really cool podcast. Um, and, and no, I'm not sponsored by him either. Um, but I love listening to him because he... Um, he's so open-minded, and they they they've talked about some some interesting things lately. But like, oh man, continue. I thought I thought on the side, but I I can't find the video. I don't remember everything else in it, but I thought that how like they're portraying acts that are real and that have happened, and I find it very fascinating. I wish the video was still into, but it was taken down unfortunately like a year ago. Well. Yeah, uh, a lot of things are getting taken down, though, dude. There's so much censorship right now. It's unreal. Um, oh, I, oh, I know. Like, in, even even YouTube is taking down anything that says, even anything that's, like, anti-vax. Oh, dude. they down lizard people shit right now, dude. Like, I'm not even joking. Why? Why? Okay, after all this time, everybody running dog shit on the lizard people believers, and then it's like, ooh, we're gonna remove all their videos and make them think that, ooh, all of a sudden they're special now. They're in the special club, like, oh, hey, look at that. You see that? Our material's banned. It means something. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm like, you know, sure, sure, sure. Maybe there's lizard people. Maybe there are. Um, I am personally of the belief because I I I I have explained my religious belief in the anima, just basically a one source all source. It's unknown. I am accepting that it's not agnostic. It is the anima, which is not even a description of it. It just is. It's like God in the Old Testament saying, "I am." He didn't give man a name. He just was. He was a being. Whatever whatever he was. What whatever it was. You know. Um, I accept that source for as pure or whatever it is as for what it is. And then when I die or whatever death is, I'm going to return there. But, you know, when it comes to world beliefs, when it comes to like, you know, flat earth versus round earth and shit like that, I'm like, hmm. me, I don't feel like flat or round really affects me that greatly. Um, you know, there, there's a couple arguments for flat, like, oh, well, nautical and aviators say that it's flat because they also navigate by a flat earth uh, diagram, which I'm like, okay, that's interesting. You know, why would they navigate it flat earth diagrams versus round earth? You would think the trajectory would be accurate with round earth diagram versus flat earth. So, you know, it's like, it, does that mean anything? I don't know. I 
think that every single one of the NASA photos of the Earth is partially fake. There is a lot of proof of CGI effects being used. And my opinion is not that this is an infinite plane, but that there is more to this than is being told to us. And I think that's why every NASA photo is edited is because there's something much larger about our Earth that they're not telling us. And this is my opinion on that. And that is the Titans. Okay. There are thousands of cultures of which every single one talks about mankind walking with Titans monsters, primordials, snakes, serpents as massive if not more massive than 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 trees. Okay, dinosaurs, dragons, whatever you want to call them. And there's so much proof and yet um after the 1940s Solomon Islands pteranodon issue, which is one of the last times you will ever see in history a dinosaur report walking alongside man, um, which that one and King George and the Dragon are two of the most notable times that we know that it was possibly dinosaurs with mankind. Um, but why is it in the 1940s we start deep sea hydrogen bombing? And if you look at 1940s videos of the Antarctic you'll see a ball of ice that is hundreds if not thousands of feet tall spanning for miles on end and there is just no end to it. And then I thought, okay, so I was just studying it. Not because I believe in flat earth, but I started thinking and I started asking everybody to know what's in Antarctica? Or what's past Antarctica? What What is it they're not telling us? Like, why is it they got to cover this up? Like, I, I looked up Google Earth. I was like, oh, okay, Google Earth is super advanced now. I'm going to go to Antarctica. I went to Antarctica, and it's all pieced together, dude. Like, I, I'm not fucking shitting you. If you go and look up Antarctica, it's like, it looks like a geometrical piece together. Like, it's obvious. I'm going to do that in the call. And actually, right, why not? I'm going to check this out real quick. Yeah, dude, like, it, it's now. insane, man. Um, but, that being said. So I started thinking, you know, what's in Antarctica or what's past? Why is there such a cover-up about it? Why? Because here's another thing. Antarctica is the only continent on the entire planet that every single nation signed a treaties not to violate it and not to lay claim to it. And it's a shot on sight zone a ball of ice dude i'm not i'm not lying like they want you to believe that antarctica is this big ball of ice floating uh, on the end of the earth and they for some reason if you took a plane or a boat out there you, you, you get shot on sight bs dude like come on every government agrees to, to basically share slash not have any control over it and then you can get killed for not having the proper authority to, to be there in the first place. Like, what kind of BS is that, dude? So, then I started thinking, okay, so are there any reports on, on Antarctica? Yes, General Bird 
of the United States Navy, 1920s, writes statements saying that he saw lands past Antarctica and could not describe they were so vast he couldn't even explain it. And then I started thinking, okay, so what does this, if there's any validity to this theory, this conspiracy, how does it affect government? And this year, we've been doing deep sea bombing again, and there's been reports I've seen from this year of different countries, like Australia even, saying, oh yeah, massive particles of what looks like some sort of flesh washed up on their shore, and they couldn't identify what it was from. And here's the thing, is that the deep sea hydrogen bombing that they're doing as well, um, it's at depths that are beyond test level, so there's no way to know what they're actually affecting. And so, I'm sitting here going, okay, so... Now, let's go to politics rather than military then, okay? Politics. What is one of the biggest and only environmental issues? It ties into everything. The EPA, the FDA, everybody answers to global warming. And what is the big lie you're being told? You're being told that if everything melts, that somehow there's going to be a global flood. No, that's wrong because the the ice in the cup principle proves that wrong. yes. There could be a slight increase in tide level, but it would not change astronomically. So, that being said, what is the big lie then? What is being hidden? There's a pieced together map of Antarctica on, on, on uh, you know, Google Earth, and I've heard, I don't know how many excuses, and I'm sorry, but no, I'm, I'm over the excuses. There's something being covered up. I mean, and it could be anything. It could be dinosaurs, titans. It could be the hollow earth theory that there's a world, you know, beyond. Um, I've heard reports of people saying that they were flying a plane to pick something up. And um, they went the wrong way and they saw this big cavern and things were flying in and out of it. And they couldn't describe it. Um, You know, and I went over to one of my family members' house and... uh, one of my uh, cousins who was in the military was like, oh man, um, she's like, I know exactly what you're talking about and I've seen things and I can't describe them and I'm not allowed to. She said, I, I, I was put on medicine after I got out of the military because of the things I saw, I couldn't handle it and I'm not going to describe it and I'm going to talk about it and I'm not allowed to. And she was like, I'm, I, and my thing is, you could say, oh, well, that's control of information, you know, that what is she, no, but that's the thing is that somebody who wants to control the information is still going to talk about it because, like, they, they, they want your, your ear, you know, they want you to listen to them and be gullible. And, you know, it's somebody who's like, yes, I acknowledge what you're saying. And yes, there's monsters. Like, there's monsters out there, whatever, you know, dinosaurs, dragons, whatever, they're out there. And I, I'm not going to talk about it. Like that to me is like, okay, that's a real experience. So, you know, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. We've talked about a lot of things. Um, it is time, unfortunately, that I need to wrap the show up. It's getting some rest for work tomorrow. Yeah, singers, and, I have to feel uh, the same. Sounds like you need some rest too. 
you you night owl. So you know, hopefully you get some rest too, brother. And yeah, um, for twenty hours. <laughs> and yeah, uh, and hey, listen, we will talk some more over Discord because here's the thing: is that uh, I mean, I, I mean, I may do it tonight because uh, that would be best. Um, but before we get off, um, I'm going to do a little promoting. So um, I want to promote you. Uh, you know, Nick Steele. Uh, what is your anchor name? Is it also Nick Steele? No, it's um, Steelcasts. I haven't updated anything on it yet. Steelcasts. I, I, it's just changed. I'm not actually going to do any podcasting for my promotion, though. I will say I'm going to promote my YouTube channel which is Tech of the Blind on YouTube. And then my TikTok is Tech of the Blind underscore YouTube. Okay, and one more time, can you say that YouTube one um, uh, just a little bit louder? That way I have it in case anybody's like, huh, I couldn't fully understand. So what was it? So YouTube, it's called Tech of the Blind. Tech of the Blind. Then on TikTok, it's Tech of the Blind underscore YouTube. Okay. Well, dope. Um, so anybody that may listen to this, uh, please feel free to uh, give him a follow. He can definitely use your uh, support in his journey. Um, I hope he brings a lot of uh, peace, happiness, and uh, joy and prosperity to other people that struggle, uh, you know, uh, with full, partial, you know, blindness uh, or, or anything else that, you know, we, we would normally call that a disability. Um, I feel like disability is almost derogatory at this point, not because like, you know, it's, you know, slang, but it's just like people, you know, we are capable. If you have a mind, if you have a brain, you are still 100%, 110, 150%, 200% capable of doing anything that you want to do in life. It is all about mind power, mind over matter. Um, I believe in it thoroughly. I think that everybody just needs to have faith and belief. Whatever it is you believe in, you need to have faith, strong faith and belief in it. I think that it's something you need to hold dear to your heart, okay? And that uh, we shouldn't judge each other. Uh, we, we should try to just accept one another a lot more. I think that would make the world flow a lot more even and easy, lighten the burden for everybody. Um, but uh, I think that no matter if you have a... Uh, an ailment or something that's, uh, you know, like a thorn in your side if you're Christian. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they use that metaphor, um, you know, when something's not their way, um, something doesn't work out for them quite right. And, you know, I think it's it's good to take note of that is like, you know, it, it, acknowledgement is first, but second is pushing past it, you know, pushing past the pain and, um, you know, exploring and building your dreams, dude. Uh, that's that's super super important, and I I want to see you do that, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing you do it, man. Thank you, and thank you for having me on here. I'm going to the end for sure. Yeah, and uh, you know what? We might have to do it some more. Um, you know, that's up to you, but I would definitely be down for some more. Thanks. There's always a, a a lot more things to talk about. So, um, you know, bless be. Blessings to you. Good vibrations. Definitely. Um, Lahaim, salute. All those good things. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful night, man. Um, And uh, this is Ethereal Madness. Um, I'd like to welcome you to uh, Unfolding Realities. This is going to be a fun ride. And I look forward to more, man. So thanks for being on. And uh, you have a good one. Thank you.
welcome. Good night. I hope you all are doing well out there. And uh, this is your host, Jordan, on Ethereal Madness. We're going to be exploring the universe together, um, and hopefully I can develop a community and we'll get some more guests. Um, You know, anybody is free to uh, join that pool. We're going to probably set up a Discord. And with me tonight is uh, my co-star, Nick Steele. Nick Steele is from Florida, and he is going to be talking about some amazing creatures with me tonight, as well as a couple of personal stories, possibly, uh, about these creatures or around these creatures and their lore. And uh, who knows? It's up to you to decide whether or not you think those things are true. Nick, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Awesome, awesome. Can you tell us how folks and you are doing down there in Florida throughout this pandemic? Oh, I could go on for hours about that. So I don't get too into that. But um, for several months, we had for over a year, we had a mask mandate. Oh, no, not one of those. Yep. And that just ended a couple, couple months ago. I feel like I think three months ago now. They ended. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I, I yeah. hear... Uh, mess people singing in the background yep and then um we had a two-month lockdown which was fun and sucked but everything's back mostly like normal now even my hockey team's back in full force this season with not with full capacity to my knowledge so way better Oh, as long as as Mr. Biden stays with me, he's a forced vaccine mandate. No, 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 no politics. I'm sorry. We can't talk politics on the show. We'll get demonetized. (laughs) Sorry. We'll get demonetized, man. I apologize for that. I wasn't even thinking. Oh, it's it's perfectly fine. Um, No, we probably wouldn't get demonetized, but. You know, for the sake of exploring the ethereal madness out yeah, there. I'm sorry, but you also mentioned politics. Say, the, the whole mass thing kind of political. So, oh, I know. I, I get it. I get it. But let, let, let's, let, let's try not to talk about politics on the show um, just for right now. Because, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people out there don't really know what's going on. And a lot of people have an idea about what's really going on. And they're all really, really scared to come to grips with what's really going on. Because the truth is so scary that they will do anything. Okay. Back to normal. You know what I'm saying? there's, There's people out there that just don't know and that's why that's another reason why i decided to kind of start this show is because i want to talk about things in our heads i want to i want to talk about the voices and the places and the things in your in your mind's eye because that is what's so important dude yep understandable i once again i apologize <laughs> no 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 you don't need to apologize at all dude you 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 are guest i know that a lot of stuff right now is very political 
Um, but you know what? There's there's hope at the end of all things. Um, there's hope, and it starts with the individual and just making the right decisions uh, that we need to make more. We need to make more of the right decisions as uh, as a nation, as a people, but not not just uh, you know individually, uh, but globally. And hopefully the cards are falling as they're supposed to fall. But without further ado, um, I want to go in and – oh, dude, squirrels. Just kidding. Um, but Skinwalkers Skinwalkers is the number one I'm trying to decide if I want to save it for last. I think I want to save it for last. Would you like to talk a little bit about – one of one of the creatures, maybe a chupacabra, you know, Mothman. Who knows? I'll, I'll, Who knows? I'll we can talk about with Mothman for sure. I need okay, cool. That did, that did chupacabra. So, for, the, for those that don't know, the legend of the Mothman. This goes back to the mid seventeen. No, oh crap, mid nineteen hundreds, nineteen sixty six to nineteen sixty seven. In the state of West Virginia, there was a Mothman that would stand on a stand on a bridge, and it'll frighten people and scare people that was real. And people still claim to this day. What was that? People still claim to this day. What? Yes, to see him on the pleasant in the pleasant area. Pleasant, I forgot it's called. Yes. Hmm. He's like he's almost like a little creature, like Bigfoot. <laughs> but is it a giant moth, or is it it's, a dude? It's, it's, that, it's a like, humanoid. Up it's, like it's a, a humanoid. The humanoid, dude. Humanoid I, moth. I, I wonder. I wonder. Um, you know, if some dude was like, man, I I know what would scare these people. It'd probably be like some crotchety old man. Who you know just doesn't want visitors, hates everybody, hates the world, and you know thinking about on his at night. An old man. Well, you know, dressed up like a moth. You know, back in those days, people would have you know, if with the right setting, maybe they would have thought that it was you know this giant moth being, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, it's coming for us!" Well. I guess. Because, like, you know, they didn't have TV and stuff. They didn't know what, yeah, you know, dressing still. up would really be. If somebody was smart enough to do something like that, it could really scare somebody. Yeah, that's true. Well, who knows? I don't personally believe it. I'd like to see it as a story. Story? Oh, yeah. You never know. Well, see, what if it was a fairy? A giant fucking fairy standing on a bridge? <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. You never I've know. Never, I, I've never believed in fairies either. I do believe in fairies, but I, I think that we call them fairies, and that's just the best description we have for them. I, I think that they're like um, another version of us almost, or a, a being that is close to our power level. Humanoid alien, maybe. I don't know. I I really don't know. I believe in them, though. I I think that they exist. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Well, I think off that initially, it sounds far-fetched. Yes, I do do believe other life outside of us. But the name being fairies, 
when I think of fairies, I think of flying small things that have powers to help and heal and whatever. So it just sounds too far fetched in that well, regard. But I do believe another life out there, like aliens, that are more that are hundreds, if not millions, of years more advanced than us. Hmm. I mean, maybe so. You know, maybe so. Um, but then again, I tend to not believe in necessarily alien life. Um, because I think that our world is a lot smaller than what people really want to admit. But that's just me. I, I, um, then how, then, then how, then if you don't believe in aliens, why, why believe in fairies? That can make no sense to me. Well, it's based on this plane of existence, this realm, versus alternate realms. I believe that all these creatures that we have lore about are originally from this plane of existence. And we, over time, created an excuse to annihilate them and um that's my personal opinion but i believe it's it's kind of like the um you know it's like they all share some sort of common trait with us because they're humanoid and then you have us and now you know you have those nice little stories about fairies some of them you know are scary stories you have, you know, gnomes, dwarves, elves. What if they were all real people or real beings? And for some reason, over time, lore is just really us telling the story of why they don't exist on this realm anymore. I I don't know. If I'm being honest, I can't say I agree or disagree. I'd have to do more research on that. And see, that's what I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, I feel the presence of very dark energies at times. And I know how to avoid those energies. But there's also other energies at times. And, you know, I'm wondering, okay, what well, is it a being? Um, is it a person? You know, like the other night. Oh, I'm playing some video games and I I heard footsteps walking towards me and I'm going, oh man, footsteps. Somebody's there. So I started calling for my girlfriend because she was the only other person there. And I said, hey, babe, babe. And I heard the footsteps and they got louder and they got louder. And then they stopped like right about a foot away from me. And I was looking right there and I was like, something's there. I know something's there, but I couldn't see it. I've had very, very similar experiences like that. So I'll occasionally hear a voice call my name. Nick. 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 And I'll get louder and louder. I'll be like, Nick. Nick. Come here. Come here, Nick. And the voice sounds like my family. But it's not I'm like, we can call you. We can call you all. So I get that feeling completely. And I've also seen things that 
or I've seen spirits that don't do anything, but I, I didn't trust them. He's there, they felt dark, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I, I can completely relate to you in that regard. See, that's, that's the type of thing I'm talking about. And that's why I'm going to lead into the, the next creature that I'd like to talk about. We talked about the Mothman. You know, ooh, scary. This dude's, you know, going to get, you know, fly off with your kid or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm the Mothman. I'm here to, I'm here to eat all your, uh, all your winter clothes. <laughs> you know, scary. <laughs> oh, you're in the winter clothes? Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to eat your new coat. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know. I, I, the Mothman could be this super scary thing, but then again, you know, there's that side of me that's like, man, it's a giant bug. It's trying to eat cotton. It's trying to eat wool. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's trying to, it's, it's going to eat your sheep. You know, it's going to, it's going to fly up and eat your sheep. <laughs> Ooh, walking cotton balls. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Ah, oh, dude. Um, my next one though would be uh, skinwalkers, and this is deep rooted in Native American history, which um, I have not got an Indian card, but I do have a little bit of uh, Native history. Um, you know, just proud families that didn't want to accept that they were Indian. Um. And the first question I have to ask you, because I know a lot about them. This is something I've studied because I've seen one. So do you know what a skinwalker is? If I'm thinking, I think it is an undead being that's alive, but not alive. Well, it's actually a person. Um, In Navajo, which is one of the oldest versions of the skinwalker... Um, it was a type of harmful witch um, that apparently had the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Um, and the term is never used for somebody who is a healer. Um, later stories tend to be a bit darker. Um, and I tend to go with this. This is my favorite version of the story. And uh, I'm going to kind of tell it as such. And I don't know what tribe this actually comes from. It was just uh, somebody I'd met was kind of talking about it. And um, it goes as the following. There was one day when a young brave had come and found that there was none of his people left alive. And the young brave sought to exact revenge which not completely um, what most Indian walks would have been um, because despite the fact that yes they felt the need to defend their lands revenge is something that uh, it kind of goes against the natural order of letting the cards fall as they may um and some people might disagree with me, but I, I see that a lot in Indian culture. Um, so he says, all right, well, I need the strength of all of my fallen brothers. Um, 
to be able to exact revenge, basically. And so he seeks out a witch who grants him the knowledge to make packs with the spirit kin in the woods. And um, basically, you choose an animal-like spirit and you make a pact, a blood pact with that spirit that you basically merge into one being. And so that's why you see a lot of these uh, skinwalkers that have, you know, kind of shredded appearance because it's, it's like uh, almost like being a werewolf, but you never fully transform. You're just constantly apart in your transformations. And um, when you're in your skinwalker phase, if you don't know how to control the spirit while in that mode, then it will basically kill anything and hunt anything in sight looking for its face because it lost its face in its life before. Wait, are you talking about the, um, it's like seven feet tall and it's like all white? Um, no, that would be more closer to a Wendigo. However, the Wendigo and the Skinwalker are fairly, fairly related when it comes to types of beings that they are. Okay. And since we're talking about the Wendigo, that was another one we were going to talk about. What's interesting to me is that Wikipedia actually has a grouping status for the Wendigo. Um, it has a region for the Wendigo, a subgrouping for the Wendigo, and it calls it in its in its main grouping its legendary creature. Hmm. Which I get Wikipedia is not necessarily an accurate source, but what's interesting <laughs> is that like every other creature I've looked at, it's like oh yeah, this is this is folklore. And then Wendigo, oh, hold my beer. It's a legendary <laughs> creature. It's Algonquian. It's in Canada and the United States. And it's going to gobble up your toes, dude. Like, <laughs> yep. So, that being said, what do you think about a Wendigo? They're fascinating because I don't know about them, but. They, all I know is they're seven feet tall and they like to they feed lean in flesh, if not sticking right. Because they also like scream and shout if they if you see their face. Well they, they don't have eyes, from what I understand. I wasn't yes, aware that but, they had eyes. But they, I might be wrong. But well all I know is that sure. They're like seven feet tall, and they um, I thought they had like some sort of face. You know what I mean? Hmm. Maybe so. Like I said, I don't want you out. I don't want you out then. Well, the last creature on my list, which actually delves into other things that I wanted to talk about you with, I want to I want to present to you. An interesting creature that is based in, in Native American Indian folklore. 
Um, creature is the little people. Gaming doors? <laughs> mm, no. No, that that's just entirely offensive. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, we're, like we're all doors. Humor. So, the little people have two different sides of their lore. They have the nice little benevolent, you know, trolls, imps, fairy, dwarf type, you know, beings, goblin, even. Um, interesting thing is there's a lot of accounts around the world of little people, not just Native American. That was an interesting one for me. And I think I might have seen one once, but I can't be for sure. I've seen a skinwalker in front of my car. I got a, like, blinking glimpse of it, and it terrified me. Um, There are no words to describe um, that little blink. And um, I just know I saw it. And I wasn't tired. I wasn't on drugs. And... I saw it. So, anywho, little people, though, have a much darker um, side. And I begin to wonder, maybe dwarves and elves aren't just some figment of the human imagination. Maybe they're real peoples that exist, and they are higher-tier civilizations than humans. And what if there is now an unknown pact between these races of peoples to not know about one another to try and maintain peace between the worlds? Because maybe, you know, we just used to war with each other. Maybe that's that's an idea. But little people, though, in Native American lore, have a smile that goes from ear to ear. And it's said that when you look at a little person, they will take the appearance of a miniature loved one that you know. And they will call to you. And they'll be like, please, come with me. But they won't say anything. They'll just motion. And they keep their legs hidden because it's said that they have hoofed legs. And so they don't want you to see their hoofed legs. And then they will begin to walk backwards through tall grass to lead you away. And it's said that anyone who walks with one will never return or be seen again. I I think I've seen one. Have you now? Yes, I know them. But that's kind of what I was describing earlier on this. They they, they tried to talk to me. And I just never went near them. Mm-hmm. These things seem dark. Well, maybe you saw a little person. Maybe you saw a little person. Maybe it happened. And uh, maybe it didn't. Maybe nothing happens. Um, but I'll tell you a little ghost story. 
Uh, that gave me chills. That's why I think I saw these. That gave me chills. I was like, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> sounds very familiar. I'm going to give you a little ghost story. So, I was camping. And it's always camping, isn't it? Oh, it's always camping. You're always <laughs> going to have a ghost story when you go camping. Oh, yeah. And I'm woken up. This is a group camp. It was, uh, you know, in camp. I was a counselor. I was woken up by two other counselors. And the interesting thing is that uh, I immediately felt disturbed. Like something just wasn't right. There was nothing right about that night. It was just an overwhelming presence. And it felt dark. And I'm thinking, man, this is not good. Why Why are you guys waking me up? And my mind's running 100 miles per hour. And they're like, dude, there's something wrong. And I said, why? And they said, we were, you know, just talking. And um, all of a sudden this little gust of wind started coming through. And I was like, well, it is a little windy, so what? And they said, there's no clouds. There's no, there's nothing. And we don't understand how it's so windy. None of the trees are shaking. And I was like, what do you mean none of the trees are shaking? I said, it, it was just around us. It was just like the air was just moving. It was distilled, or it wasn't still, you know, it was just, like the air was vibrating. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? And they said, well, come see. I said, okay. So I began to follow them up. And I begin to feel this dark, dark, shadowy, I don't know how else to describe it, human language, presence. And I was like, this doesn't feel right. And all of a sudden, I felt this stab. It's like a stabbing pain in my back. I mean, it hurt so bad. And uh, it actually caused me to... I was like, oh. And they were like, what's going on? I said, I don't know. But I just have this pain in my back. I don't feel right. Nothing about this feels right. And we got up there, and sure enough, the, the wind and the, and just everything was just, it was like vibrating in one area. Like it was windy, but it wasn't really windy. It just, something was wrong. And so we all kind of stood together, and we were like, we're not scared. Like, let's let's see what happens. And then, you know, after a little bit, we just kind of stood there and just felt it. And and watched it, and it went away, and it, and it finally went away. But it was interesting. It's like, man, what was that? What kind of entities exist beyond the norm? And are they all lore and legend? And are there really aliens? I don't believe that there are really aliens. I think that there are other beings and 
we've just been either wiping them out or, I don't know, maybe something else. What do you think, man? Very interesting. Because when I think alien, I don't, I don't mean like alien crusades. I'm talking unknown. I mean, so I see you're talking for that. It sounds like he almost were attacked by a spirit in those woods. Because I have been in areas that have had negative energy, and I'll feel shooting pain through my back or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I know that feeling. It's insane. One city, one city you'd love here in Florida that has tons of ghost stories and actually has a ghost tour is in St. Augustine, Florida. Four hours north of me. Really? Oh, yeah. The ghost stories are aplenty. The ghost tour is fun. And I've actually been to those places and I've actually felt spirits. Wow, that is... And I, I swear my school for the blind is haunted. I swear. <laughs> my my house is haunted, dude. Like, I, I don't know about you, but like, uh, you don't just hear footsteps out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't hear anything here, but in my old apartment, yes. Very haunted. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> all right well i'm your host jordan on ethereal madness tonight star nicholas Steele. um feel free to give him a possible follow and like over on youtube and tiktok tech yep, of tech the of blind the... yep tech of tech the of... blind underscore youtube yep for tiktok is it's that that's tech of, tech of underscore youtube all over case then the my YouTube channel is tech, called Tech of the Blind. There you go. Okay. All right. So g- feel free to go and give him a like and follow as well. Um, and um, you guys have a good night. Hope everybody had fun listening. And I hope that uh, you'll be uh, chilled throughout Halloween. And go get you some pumpkin spice, all of you crazy people out there. Pumpkin spice madness. All right. It's been a good one. You guys have a good night.